Hello, and welcome to Divinely Speaking Unplugged. I'm your host, Divine Sunshine, and today's topic is I'm hanging up my cape for good. I quit. I quit saving people. I quit finding myself standing in the gap for others and putting other people's needs in front of mine. And life is very easy, depending upon how you were raised and how you started off at the beginning, for you to be trained with a script of how you are supposed to put other people's needs before your own. Even growing up as a child, I can remember some incidents in which I felt that my needs were not met and that I was trained to put my parents' needs first. Now, many of you all may or may not have experienced that, but I'm sure many of you all have been in situations that have started or have acted as the catalyst as to why you are programmed involuntarily with this knowing of to be there to save everyone. I call it the Captain Save-A-Hole syndrome. Excuse my French and my word choice if that offends anybody. But again, it reminds you that sometimes some people are not meant to be saved. Some people, because of whatever kind of vices that they have, they're going to continuously Do the very thing that you're trying to save them from. Now, some of this is, again, you feel because you know the experience, you know how you've been there, you feel maybe, hey, I could do it better. Even in all instances, even you're talking about on the job, and let's say, for instance, there's a project and you see your co-worker struggling with it, and you're like, and they say, oh, I'm just really trying to go and see my child do their recital and you're like hey girl go on you know what I got it and you take on this because you're like you know what I do know how to do it I don't want to see you suffer and you turn around and you look and you see a stack of like 20 files that you have not even tackled yet but now you didn't took on 21 these are the things that we're talking about because some of us have been programmed through Whatever incidents that may have happened that made us feel as if, you know what, no one is answering our needs. And there's a turnaround. If I've had incidents like that, an incident in my childhood that was like that. And I felt that at that point, I made the conscious decision to say, okay, you know what, although you're not meeting my needs, But I'm going to make sure that nobody after me or anybody in my contact that's with me is going to experience the same. I'm going to make sure I'm going to come there and be there for somebody else's needs. That starts another uh, script, uh, underwriting that underwrites everything that starts your downfall for putting other people's needs before your own. Now, I understand even if it's a child, the certain things has been imprinted. And even after the age of 21, karmically, you know, your karmic 
things is on your parents and then at 21 you have to make the conscious decision to say hey i gotta take ownership they did the best that they could now i need to look at it from the other side and now i need to do things with this either release them forgive them or say what i have to say my peace and then move on some of us have came here we talk about spiritually to come and teach either the people around us how to be able to pick their own selves up by their own bootstraps as dr martin luther king says but at the same time like i did a past life regression session and it was noted in that session where they told the young lady you are an example for your parent but you are not to go in there and to live for your parent or try to save or make her understand what happened and occurred these things are a model in which we all need to do live by example i can like they said teach you how to fish but not fish for you because there's no way you'll be able to be independent without me being there to save you so a lot of us have got to kind of get to that point when it comes to doing things for others even when we see the roles of parenting kind of change around and now if you are one that they took care of you and now you take care of them you anybody that you're talking about loved ones or anybody that you care about you have to understand how to just have a hands-off approach i'll be here i support you i hold space for you i'd come in every now and then but i'm not going to hold your hand every step of the way I can the best I can do is lead by example, give you advice, tell you what I have done, but I'm not going to take on the suffering or as some call it the karma, the hard lessons or whatever it is for you. And this is hard because by society standards, we have been raised that we put other people's needs first. You putting your own self first is called selfish. But again, at the end of the day, who's going to be there to save you? Because I guarantee you, those people that you save, some of them might be feeling like they're indebted to you and they will return the favor to you or return the thanks or their gratitude and their debt to you. And a good percentage of them, I said 75% of them, I don't know where I got the percentage from or the stat, the, the statistics of it might look at you or 65 65 to 75 might look or 85 say in between that range might look at you and say hey you're supposed to do that isn't that what jesus would do that's the christian way charity all of those things and i'm putting down christianity but a lot of times people try to overtake those things about spiritual and try to cover it all as an excuse for their wrongdoings and hide behind that and i'm not saying everybody does that but again you have to watch it some people use it because it makes it convenient for them but that does mean that it's true so i say join me 
and turning in your resignation for saving those that do not need to be saved when you find yourself putting their needs before you. I say join in my crusade or in my protest of hanging up my cape as Alicia Keys say the S on the chest taking off that shirt hanging it up and saying putting on that pajamas that nice comfy robe sitting down flopping on the couch putting on your nice floppy slippers and saying today I'm saving me when they call I'm gonna let it ring Steve Harvey said, he always said, uh, sometimes when people ask him in need for something, he said he wait three days. And then he said he called him back because he figured about it in that time. They've been figured it out by then. And if in three days, then they still got the same problem. They not find any kind of solution. Then he might kick in. That's a nice rule to go by as well. For those of you all that might say, is it a little hard for me to kind of let it loose, let it go? I might need to kind of like wean myself off of it. Well, then do that too. Practice the power of no. Full stop. Full sentence. No is a complete sentence. Nothing followed up by it. No. But you can't do this project you did last week. No. But no. Okay. And they walk away. Because you've got to understand that you put yourself first. And to rewrite that script of people telling you because you look out for self, team self, that you're selfish. A lot of times parents have instilled that in us. That that's it. You look out for others. It's a community. You do it on an as-needed basis. You do it to the point where you feel that, hey, I got enough in my cup of overflow flow that I can be able to look out for you. And I have still enough left in my reserve for me. You don't want to get to the point that you have NSF funds, non-sufficient funds of energy, time, resources, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, mentally, physically, all those leads. If you do not have enough for that and you don't have nothing to spare and to share, like I say, a cup of sugar to give to your dear old neighbor, and you're saying that's your last cup, there's no reward to into that. Because, again, your subconscious or your high self, most of your subconscious, is looking at that and recording that. How do I know that? Because when I had those sessions, I see it come out. And it's taking notes and it's telling you about what about this time? What about that time? And you were really saying no to me at the same time. So when you're saying, but I'm doing what they're saying, we have to, again, that's another thing that we have to unprogram ourselves about. Get you a cape and get you a shirt this time. Say, I'm team for team me. Maybe I need to make me some shirts with that. <laughs> Team me, or somebody might already have that. That's it. That's it, and that's all. So that's the end of today's message there. If you're interested in getting a reading with me, go to divineunisoulsilove.co. If you're interested in getting a past life regression session, which is very popular now with me, go to ashantiwellnesscenter.com. 
where you could be able to get the information about how you could be able to book a session with me. Now, currently, with some of the sessions that I'm having, a lot of people are not going in past lives. They're going into this life, and they're going to different parts of the lives of this life to see where did they, are they exhibiting the same patterns over and over again and helping them to connect the dots to how they can stop that patterning that they are doing that no longer serves them. So I suggest you do that. If you're interested in getting a metaphysical anatomy uh, technique session with me where you go in there seeing about in your body where you're housing, emotions, and pain, please go to ashantiwellnesscenter.com as well. You can catch me on Divine Unisouls 11.co, I mean Divine Unisouls 11 YouTube, excuse me, in order to see me live and see me in action as I'm doing readings. Those are free readings for the collective. You can also catch me on Instagram. I do also readings on there too as well whenever spirit guides me and that's divine unisouls 11 or you can catch me on my facebook page divine twin souls 11 long story but can't change the name but it's still me (laughs) so as always thank you for listening and i want you to go out there and shine and as always stay uplifted stay motivated and stay ascended Namaste and Namago.